Good day. I'm back again. I'm so consistent these days. So consistent, so consistent, so consistent. I feel the consistency quite literally dripping off of me. Bit creepy, but hey ho, here we are. Um, great question in the Lift the Bar members Facebook group yesterday. And it's one I want to cover off on the podcast today because my own individual interpretation of the answer is kind of something that I think some of you might be able to learn from, especially if you're a trainer, but even if you're a client, because this is the kind of thing that really matters to this whole notion of being able to get results. So the question paraphrased effectively was, how can I get clients to do what I'm asking them to do uh, in order to get better results? This trainer wants to get his clients amazing results, and that's what every trainer is in this industry for. Like They want to get life-changing results for, for everybody they work with, and how can we do that better? How can we get clients to want to want to do this more? And it's really difficult to do this over the long run because what we're effectively saying is how can we get a client to change their behavior? Now, behavior change is a scientific topic. It's, an, it's a topic that people get PhDs in these days. So it can't be just like whittled down into a few bite-sized bits of advice. But one thing I would do is to start off the ball rolling is make sure at the very start of every client relationship you have, actually address what happens then. Just say, look, my experience is most people who uh, come to me to get results start off so well. And then as they start getting stronger, as they start getting fitter, as they start feeling more confident in themselves and start feeling the health benefits of what great training does, sometimes they slip off the nutrition and lifestyle bandwagon a little bit more because they realized they found what they were looking for. They realized it wasn't just weight loss they were after. It was a sense of energy, a sense of zhuzh, a sense of feeling that they didn't realize could come from great training without following a strict nutrition plan too. Like if you are selling transformation, like extreme transformation, then of course, upfront, the client's going to be expecting to do extreme things. But in the long run, most clients... Once they find themselves stronger, once they find themselves have more energy, missing less experiences, like the need to get to a particular look diminishes a little bit. Not a huge, not, not, not completely, because they every now and again will bring up the conversations like, oh, I'm trying so hard, but I'm still not looking like this. Now, at that point, if you've made this conversation topic come up front, you can reference that conversation. Hey, do you remember when we started, I told you this would happen? Do you remember when I told you that this would be a thing? Like, first and foremost, I'm proud of you because you're stronger, because you're fitter. And actually, you've got to this point. But now it seems that you would like to see more physical changes in your appearance. Why does that matter right now? Why is that important right now? What's that going to give you in the future that you don't have right now? Because if you're telling me this is important, I'm going to move heaven and earth to help you get there. But if you're telling me that actually, you feel pretty good. You're looking better. You're living life better. Why are you putting pressure on yourself? Why are you putting pressure on yourself? Because the reality is when it comes to being a personal trainer is that clients are there because they want to be there. And your job is to make sure that first and foremost, that exercise is progressive. It makes them move better, makes them feel better, makes them stronger, uh, reduces uh, morbid health conditions potentially, uh, and gives them just a better quality of life. That's what your training should do. They're a big grown-up adult human being who gets to choose whether or not they eat the things that potentially you're suggesting they eat in the volumes that you're suggesting they eat them. They're, it's up to them. Like if they decide not to do that, that's on them. 
But another thing that's really true in our industry is that a lot of trainers will uh, force their goals upon other people. Like trainer loses 10% body fat and thinks every client must want to do that too. And that's not the case. And if you're a trainer that currently wants your client's goals more than the client wants themselves, you need to readdress what the working relationship is meant to be, what it looks like, and have a crucial conversation with that client. Practice your conversation skills. It's like you're telling me this one thing, but actually your behaviors are slightly different. Talk to me about why this is important right now. And then that's even before you go down the line of, uh, motivational interviewing or going down the rabbit holes of big behavior change. You don't need to be a behavior change specialist in order to ask these questions. You do probably need to be a behavior change specialist if the client says this one thing, said, no, no, I, it's, I desperately need to do this, but I keep on self-sabotaging. Well, that is very potentially out of our pay grade. It's out of our job description. It's out of our scope of practice. So we might need to bring external help like behavior change specialists in to support us with this nutrition specialist, emotional eating specialist to come and help us with this. But it all starts with that initial discussion. If we know this happens, talk about it up front. We won't lose the sale because you've told somebody, I know that most people, when they start feeling better, realize that that was the thing they're after, not you know, drop, dropping from a size uh, 18 to a size 12 was fine. They don't need to be a size 8 anymore. They don't need to drive to be a size 8. They dropped a little bit and now they're, now they're cool. Now they're cool. So lessons learned. Number one, we always make sure we have a good consult up front. Make sure the good consult, because if we get that right, it gives us a point of reference to come back to, to have a further discussion. If a client is telling you something is important to them, find out why it's important and why now, and what's it going to give them. And then it gives you again, points of discussion to come back to. But another thing, the lastly, please don't want your client's goals way more than they want them. It needs to be matched energy plus 10%. You need to want your client's goals 10% more than they do so they know you are focused on it. You're laser focused on making sure they physically get better. If you want things 100% more than them, you're always going to be disappointed in them. And that's a dangerous place to be as well. If they want it 100% more than you, they're not going to think that you're working hard enough to help produce what they want. Matched energy is super important. And if you're interested in going down the behavior change rabbit hole, we've got a course on the Lift the Bar member site, which is so good. It's a massive topic broken down into slightly less ma massive um, subsections by Alex Pearson, who is just so good at this stuff. It's so good. Go and learn a bit more. But also, whilst you're doing your learning, if you've got clients that need support from a behavior change specialist now, make sure you bring somebody into your network that can support them with their issues as soon as possible. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye.